0: was born by the river, river, rick, rick, I was born by the river, I was shaking that ass, bending over, popping pussy, I was making that cat. <laughs> What is going on, bitch? What is really motherfucking going on? Welcome to the Solomon Ray Podcast. I am your host, Solomon Ray, and this is my co-host. Oh, guess what? No other co-host. Why? (laughs) Because literally, I'm just a bad bitch and can carry it on my own. It's really no shade to the other girls, but it's just like... uh, uh. So, (laughs) this is going to be a mess, bitch. Um, Bitch, welcome to the show. I think this might actually debut and get on on thursday bitch we haven't seen a thursday episode in damn near a month and a half so child i'm just let's just hope and pray and send out all the good juju that i'm going to be able to finish editing this shit um in time for thursday but welcome to the show First things first, I'm mama, Miss Savannah, usually rock the Prada, sometimes the Gabbana, sticky for your cream and your riches, Zha Zha Gabor, Zemi Moore, Chris and all them rich bitches. Ah, puff daddy, <laughs> puff the hummer for the summer. Am I drunk, bitch? What did I just have? Bitch, I just ate two chili dogs. They're so good. And a vitamin water. So I'm not drunk. No. Stay tuned. All right, first things first, I do want to point out and give a shout out to all the people, all the 382 people who have written a review and rated the podcast on Apple Podcasts. So shout out to you all. There is a new review out right now from Limon Fresa, I believe. So thank you so much. She said, you are real, period. Everybody needs a friend like you. So thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Um. All right, so let's keep it going. Let's get into the show, bitch. So as some of you guys know, I already got the little vaccine again. I'm a Moderna girl in a Moderna world. Boom. And okay. So it's really wild because I've been getting this asked a lot. Um, Why did I get the vaccine? And I'm just like, like, I just, you know how like the girls growing up, it was like a stupid que- There's no such thing as a stupid question. I don't believe in that shit. I really don't. Like, I feel like there are dumb questions. There are stupid ass fucking questions. And it's like, why did you get the vaccine? Because uh, I want to live. I don't. I'm. I'm really confused. I'm just like, why do you eat? Why do you drink water? What, you know, like what, what the fuck? I'm just going to chalk it up as the girls. That questions like that really come from the girls who don't really wash their legs. But so one person was like, oh, um, when I was shopping, they were like, oh, so now do you? It, mind you, this is someone I've really shopped with over the years, so I kind of like the guy. Not like not like him like that. He's a white guy. But, you know, I got a thing for chubby Mexicans and black dudes. That's really about it. Um, But I like him in the sense where I, I like being around you when I'm shopping and your your input and shit like that. Boom, right? He's like, so do you feel better now? That Do you feel powerful and you can conquer the world? I was like, what are you talking about? What the fuck? He said, Well, I'm not gonna get any vaccines. I've lived my whole life without vaccines. I said, Uh-oh, here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. We fallen down that road, I see. And then, but he just kept like really going. I'm like, sir, I just wouldn't want to buy my my things, my purchases, and and I'm really actually getting uncomfortable. I'm ready to go. But he just kept like, you know, wanting to know, like, why did you get it? Like, if you're such a healthy person, you live alone and I was like, because unlike you, I have to make money. You know what I'm saying? Like, I did it as a financial decision. Like, I can't afford to take 14 days off. I can't afford to be sick. I can't afford to be 10 days away from work. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to, like, toot my own my own horn and big myself up or nothing like that. But it's just a fucking fact. I don't have an employer. I don't have, like, sick leave. I don't have none of that shit. If I don't work, that's I work seven days a week, 16 hours a day. So, I don't, I can't afford to have five days where I'm in fucking bed, bitch. That's racks on racks on racks that I'm missing. So, that's a reason why I got the motherfucking vaccine. But also, it's about, like, being a good human. And, bitch, I really, really, like, I don't know. I think the girls are really underestimating me when I say, bitch, I miss being in the club. I really do. Like, There's a story I really want to talk about right now, but I really don't really want to get into it because it's really, like, a mess. But I'm going to say this. On the 13th day after my second vaccination, my second dose of my Moderna girl and my Moderna world, the 13th day, I will be either in Texas or I will be in Atlanta. On the 13th day, so that on the 14th day i will arise a fully vaccinated girl and i will be out hard body in the fucking club for for maybe for for at least five nights straight i can't even guarantee i'm gonna the, this episode of the podcast is really coming out on thursday when i get my second dose you may not see me i may be gone I might I I might really disappear for a few weeks because I'm going to be balls to the wall losing it. Pedal to the motherfucking metal bitch, maximum velocity. I'm going to be I'm going to be out in the club and I'm going to do I'm going to be either in Texas and in Atlanta. Y'all already know why I want to go to Atlanta, but let me tell you why I want to go to, uh, to Texas. So there's a few states that I just really side-eye. Florida being The number one, the number one state that I really side eye and be like, you bitches is in another fucking category. And I just don't know what the fuck y'all drinking. Texas is right after them. However, how fucking ever the Mexicans in Texas. Listen. So a lot of y'all know, like I grew up in San Diego, I grew up in Southern California. So there was a time basically in the 90s. And in the early 2000s, the fine Mexicans was up in Southern California. We was we was the girls like we was really the girls like it, the fine ones. Right. The fine. I'm not talking about New York because New York Latinos have always been fine. But I'm talking about just Mexicans were fine in the 90s and the early 2000s in Southern California. We were the girls. We were the standard, the gold emblem, honey. Girl, It ain't like that no more. It it, 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 it ain't like that. The fine motherfucking Mexicans right now are laying deep up in Texas. That's where the fine ones is. Some of them are slightly in Arizona, but it's really fucking Texas. So all I can say is on the 13th day, after I get my fucking second dose of this Moderna girl and Moderna world, I'm going to be either in Texas or Atlanta so that on my 14th day, she will rise and get it get it popping it's it's that's just all there is to it i'm going to just lose it so i'm looking forward to that um but yeah that's ultimately that's really the reason why i got vaccinated like (laughs) um also i believe in science like i don't know (laughs) i don't know where we got we came into like society where like science is <laughs> i'm not gonna fucking bust out laughing about this i don't know where we can where how we arrive to this this area in society where we don't believe science i just don't i just don't know how that happened you would think like as time progresses we become a more you know we're more educated we're more aware we understand like based off of past experiences that science actually is a thing and it works so it's like you would imagine in 2021 we would just be like nah science is there is no rebuttal bitch it's just it's a wrap bitch it's science is just that's the end of the discussion and now we got the girls which is gonna bring me into my next topic but it's like the girls are really just out here not believing i don't know why that's making me laugh so much because it's like it's like okay i'm gonna get into this next topic because if this is the perfect segue um okay but let's take a break real quick another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help jesus all right so father god i stretch my hands to thee just please please get me through this next topic i'm just gonna just crack jokes because there's this it's really the only way to to get through this so hbo max has a new documentary called actually i don't even know what the fuck it's called it's it's about the qa9 q Q-A, whatever bitch i didn't know what the fuck a qa9 was i was talking about something months ago about the backstreet boys because side note the Backstreet Boys' melodies and vocals are far superior than NSYNC. I know the girls love NSYNC. Listen, I love NSYNC too. It's not a take it or leave it for me when it comes to NSYNC. It's a take it. I want to take it. Um, I don't want to leave it, but in in regards to vocals and talents in, in in the vocal range and melodies, Backstreet are really those girls. And quite frankly, a lot of them are a little bit more attractive, but that's neither here nor there. So I was talking about Backstreet Boys. And somebody was like, oh, one of them is a QA non-believer." I said, oh, shit. Who is it? And quite frankly, I'm trying to, like, go down the line of, like, who it could be. And a lot of people were thinking it was Nick, not Nick, not Nick Lachey. What's the other one? Nick Carter. Um, They're like, oh, it's probably Nick Carter. I was like, no, I don't think it's Nick Carter. He's just, no. And then it was, like, maybe Brian Luttrell. I said, I could kind of see Brian, but then it was like, you know what, bitch? I think it's Howie. I really think it's Howie because it's really no shade. It's really no shade. It's really wholeheartedly no shade. It's just when the proof is in the pudding, baby. A lot of those, like Florida Latinos, be a little, they be a little, they. They they really deep, di- dive deep into some conspiracies, honey. They, they, they're a little hmm. Yeah, I'll just leave it at that. But it's so I was like, no, baby, it's maybe it's probably Howie. I can't see Kevin. Kevin always seemed like the more mature one, you know. And then who's the other one? How, and Howie, then and AJ. AJ. I can't see AJ either. Um... Yeah, I, for me, I really, I wouldn't be surprised if it was Howie who believed in that not shit. Anyways, girl, boom. But I didn't even know really what the QAnon. I just thought it was like some Trump far right shit. Like I thought it was like some some internet shit, bitch. I watched this fucking documentary and I was like, oh my god, where are we? It's like I need the aliens to come and just take me, girl, because Earth is really fucking ghetto. It's ghetto, I wanna leave, can you bring me up? I'm out on the street by the corner store, you know the one on 15th. Got a bright shirt on, so I'm easy to see. I've been down here stranded indefinitely, I can't reach my planet believe how they treat each other. It's hard to conceive. Oh, earth is ghetto. I want to leave. Oh, earth is ghetto. Okay, so for the girls who don't know what QAnon is, I'm just going to literally read the first two paragraphs off of Wikipedia, bitch. It says, QAnon, or simply Q, is a disproven and discredited. <laughs> Hold on, let me start this over. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know why shit like this is really so funny to me. <laughs> okay, sorry. QAnon, or simply Q, is a disproven or discredited American far-right conspiracy theory alleging that a secret cabal of Satan-worshipping, cannibalistic pedophiles is running a global child—sorry—is <laughs> running a global child sex trafficking ring, and plotting against former U.S. President Donald Trump while he was in office. QAnon is commonly called a cult. QAnon commonly asserts that Trump Trump has been planning a day of reckoning known as the storm when thousands of members of the cabal would be arrested. (laughs) Sorry, I really can't forget. Okay, get it together, Solomon. Jesus. QAnon supporters have accused many liberal Hollywood actors, Democratic politicians, and high-ranking government officials of being members of the cabal. They have also claimed that Trump feigned conspiracy with Russians to to enlist Robert Mueller to join him in exposing the sex trafficking ring and prevented a coup by Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, and George Soros. The QAnon conspiracy theories have been amplified by Russian state-backed troll accounts (laughs) on social media, as well as Russian state-backed traditional media. Oh, I'm going to read the next part. Although preceded by similar viral conspiracies, theories such as Pizzagate, which has since become part of QAnon, the conspiracy theories began, theory began with an October 17th, 2017 post on the anonymous image board 4chan by Q, who was presumably an American individual. It is now more likely that Q has become a group of people acting under the same name, blah, 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 blah. (sighs) So just in a fucking nutshell, in case you haven't seen the documentary, um, there is, I just really can't even believe this is a thing. There is a website and like an image board, like a, a message board, if you will, kind of like Reddit, but not really, and called 4chan. And there was a user named Q, and he would just like post things like, you know, I'm a government, you know, official and I have, I have like a top security clearance and these things are going to be happening. And it was like so vague and like, girl, just fucking ramblings. And like, it's literally no punctuation. Everything's either capitalized or not. It's just fucking chicken scratch, just ramblings on the Internet from uh, clearly someone illiterate and in need of attention, as most of these weirdos are. But. It would just say things like, you know, I don't. It, it, people just started believing that this was what was was a bigger like conspiracy, and then they would like kind of cross reference it with, um, or they would try to decipher what he was saying. Which I mean, when it's literally chicken scratch and r- complete ramblings, you do have to decipher it. And so then they would make court try to make these very loosely based correlations with things that were going on in the news. And, you know, they just thought like it was a fucking conspiracy or whatever. But um, I don't know if you guys remember Pizzagate, which happened in two, I believe, in 2016 or something. <laughs> oh shit. Um it, I okay, so yeah, it was I believe in two thousand sixteen it was like the personal accounts of like John Podesta, Hillary Clinton's um campaign manager was hacked all those emails during like the WikiLeaks shit, and they kept using the word like pizza and like, should we order pizza or whatever and I guess people thought like oh they're they're ordering children and it's a sex trafficking thing, and so I guess they were ordering pizza from a place in d c called Comet Pizza. And so, people thought, like, they and they weren't selling pizza. They were selling, like, kids. <laughs> I'm just, I really can't believe this is a thing. Anyways, long story short, I watched that fucking documentary. And there's, like, people who really believe this shit. It's like, Okay, so, the thing that really got me the most was... Like, okay, there's people on this documentary, like, those people got on a call with HBO, sat in a chair with the camera rolling, signed the consent form, and lied and said, I believe, you know, Hillary Clinton is eating babies. These people believe Hillary Clinton's eating babies. They believe in all this fucking random ass fucking devil-worshiping shit. They're you know there's celebrities who are drinking blood from i'm just I, it 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 was funny but then it got really kind of scary because it let me know that a lot of people believe this And I'm just trying to figure out how do we get here in society? Like, how did we progress and get to this point to where people are believing Hillary Clinton is eating fucking babies? And you're going on this documentary produced by HBO and saying with your whole fucking chest, whole blank face. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. No, but no, seriously, you know, she's eating babies. You know that, right? Like, what the fuck? Like, no proof, no evidence, nothing to suggest beyond a random user, literally a random fucking user on a message board saying these things. Like, there's no, no area to like cross reference and be like, you know what? She is eating babies. It's literally just a random fucking user on the internet on some, on a fucking message board. That, <laughs> and my friend said this. What did he say? An anonymous random user on an obscure website that constantly has to take down child porn. That's the website that you're getting your information from. A website that constantly has to take down child porn. I don't know. I just... (sighs) Like, if you were in a room full of, like, a thousand people and one person was like, you know, Hillary Clinton eats babies... I'd be like, you know what? This is just a fucking weirdo. He needs to take his fucking lithium and and go on about his business or get check himself in to a a psych ward. He's a fucking lunatic, right? But it's not like that. I feel like it's a little bit more alarming because out of, like say out of a, a room of a thousand people, it's like 300, 400 people who believe this shit. That's why it's so alarming. Um. But I mean, if you guys want to watch it, it's on HBO Max. I don't even know what it's called. It's let me find it. Look it up. Let me go HBO Max. HBO Max QAnon documentary. It's oh, it's called Q Into the Storm. <laughs> a fucking mess, bitch. All right, moving on. Whoa. All right, so what I'm about to say might be a little spicy. So whatever. So you um, so Demi Lovato got a new documentary again. And <laughs> sorry. Um so she has a new documentary and let me t- okay, let me just let me just pull up the tweet, bitch. Hold on. Okay, so you it's on YouTube and it said the tweet says Demi Lovato is setting the record straight. And it's, you know, it's called Dancing with the Devil and whatever. And I guess she's talking about when she overdosed on heroin, when was it, a year and a half ago, two years ago, whenever. But the thing is like she just literally 3 years ago had another documentary on YouTube about her uh, her past drug addiction and overdosing. Like And I try I'm not trying to be like judging or nothing like that. I like the girl. I really do. I watched that what is it? The first documentary. I watched it and I was like, "Oh my god, this bitch could really sing." Cuz you know I love talent. I love talent, bitch. I I don't really see it for a lot of girls, but I do see it for Demi. I can't name a Demi Lovato song, but I know the bitch is sing. But the thing is, I like her. I do. I really do. I think she's pretty. I think she's Mexican. I think. I don't know. Maybe that's the other girl, Selena Gomez. That's a, I, That girl, it's going to be a no for me. It's a take it or leave it. I'd rather leave it. But um, as far as Demi Lovato goes, I do like her. Um, but here's the thing. It's like, I'm just getting to the point now to where, like, I don't need these sit-down interviews no more. I don't need these tell-all interviews. And it's like, girl, if your life is not giving rah-rah-rah and ah, ooh-ah-ah sensations, bitch, I just don't really give a fuck. Like, we don't need, you know what I'm saying, Zemi? It's no shade on her. But it's like, okay, what's the main point? You gonna talk about you had a drug, another you have a drug addiction and you overdose on drugs once again and went back to the hospital once again. You know what I'm saying? So all we need, Debbie, we don't even need a two-hour documentary, girl. All we need is a 16-second IG story. Put it up. Little 16 seconds. we like, hey, girl, this is what happened. Boom. TMZ already had the info when when it came out. What else could be new? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I say all that because Tina Turner has her her documentary coming out on HBO on Friday. I think it's called the Tina – I think it's just called Tina, um, which I am feverishly waiting to watch. Y'all have no idea. I live and breathe for Tina Turner. Live out of – okay, so I have – y'all know my, my top ten. She's in my top ten. She might be my top seven artists of all time. For real. Love me some Tina. So, I'm looking forward to watching her documentary. I know it's going to be good. But here's the thing, and I don't mean to shit on Demi Lovato, clearly. I'm a 34-year-old gay man, so that whole boat of Disney shit, I don't, I can't relate to. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I'm really blessed to have lived in a world to where you know, I heard Aretha Franklin, Tina Turner, Britney Spears, Little Kim, Biggie, Pac, um, Whitney Houston, Mariah Carey. Like I'm, I'm glad I heard Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson, I'm Luther Vandross, Elton John. I'm so glad I heard those girls on the radio, and those were the people I grew up with. Um, not to shade Demi because I do believe she is talented. Boom, um, but it's like I just I. A two-hour documentary on what? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's really just going to be about the overdosing of the drugs. So that's why I'm saying, bitch, just give us a fucking 16-second, 15-second IG story. You know? If you want to really go into details, just give us a one-minute IG video and post it on your feed. And that's it. We can go back and we watch it as many times as possible. We don't need a, a whole documentary about what? You did drugs. You almost died. You went to the hospital. All right, cool. We've been through that. What You know, those are not the stories that I'm really desperately trying to find out. I want the little Kim documentary. You know what I'm saying? I want to know what it was like to get your nose job, Kim. I want to know what it's like to get your nose job. And then when you come home two days later, while you still got the fucking bandages on your nose, your boyfriend decks you right in your fucking snout breaks your nose once again you got to get the second nose job while it's already healing those are the stories i want to know about i want to know what about what it was like for faith evans to drag you out of the studio i want to know those stories you know I want to know what it was like to go down to Miami and see Birdman and do a track with Nicki Minaj and Birdman. And all of a sudden, like what it was like to see your verse taken out or Nicki Minaj's verse taken out. Those are the stories I want to hear. They are. I'm not really interested in a Demi Lovato overdose story. That doesn't excite me. I'm like, okay, great. I'll just read the TMZ article if I really want to know the details. What else is new? You know, I'm looking forward to the Tina Turner thing. I want to know what was going on with Ike. I want to know what you're doing in Switzerland, bitch, or whatever fucking European shit that she living in, right? I want to know those things from the iconic, legendary musicians who have literally given us, t- like, iconic moments in music, in pop culture. You know, like, we want to know um, the Biggie, Faith Evans, and Little Kim feud. I do, at least. You know, if anybody's gonna give us a tell all interview, that I would really fucking tune in. It's Britney Spears. I want to know those things. You know, I want to know. I want. The, I want the girls who are gonna give us the juice. I don't need the Meghan Markles anymore. I don't. We don't need to be doing those interviews. And it, it's like the girls be like, Oh, it's about to be. It's gonna be a lot of tea." And it's like y'all may not even your your reference points on tea and like, like newsworthy moments and, and really good documentaries. It has the, the bar has to be in hell. So I don't know who else would I want to see? I was talking about this on live a few days ago. I was like, who else would I want as a documentary? You know what? Even though they did a movie about this, but Gloria Trevi. Yeah. I would want to know those stories about that's real sex trafficking. That's real sex trafficking. Those are the stories that I want to hear from the horse's mouth. And I think she might have produced that movie. Um, but yeah, I want, I want the Gloria Trevi documentary. Who else do I want as a documentary? Duh. Um, the, girl, the Girls Who Were Dead, honestly. A Selena Quintanilla. A Whitney Houston. A Biggie Smalls. A Tupac. Those are the girl, uh, Bitch, she ain't dead. But a Diana Ross documentary. Imagine how like 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 those should those are things that I would really want to tune into. Demi Lovato talking about some damn drugs, girl, please. Mm-mm. The only people whose drug use I really want to know is Whitney Houston's. Those are the drug uses I wanted. I, Lindsay Lohan. All right, um, come on now. Who else? Who else? Who else would I want a cute little documentary, bitch? Not for nothing. I wouldn't mind a Yolanda Salazar or DeVar or whatever a, a documentary from her, the bitch who shot Selena. I would, cause I would not want to know. Be like, bitch, are you a dyke? Are you a lesbian? What was you? What was the tea, bitch? I want to. Those are the. Those are really the fucking. Those are the questions the 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 American people really want to know. Nobody cares about. How many times Demi fucking overdosed? Like, who cares? I want to know why you shot Selena. You know what I'm saying? Brittany, I want to know why you shaved your head. You know what I'm like? I want to know, Diana, what was it giving in the group? Biggie, what the? F- I want to know these questions. I, bitch. Somebody said Cassie um, in the live a couple of days ago. They're like, bitch, Cassie should do a documentary. Now, see, Cassie, Cassie is not the type of girl who she herself is necessarily entertaining and might be like, oh, bitch, I want to know your life. I don't really care about Cassie's life. She, but there's an exception with Cassie to where I feel like she has been a fly on the wall to a lot of shit. And I would love for her to give us a tell awesome some tea. You know, like she got the juice. If any of the bitches got the juice, it's really Cassie. You know what I'm saying? She's really not a main star, even in her own life. But she's definitely the type of girl who got the got the fucking juice. So I wouldn't mind a fucking documentary with her. Or not even, just something. Girl, and I really don't want to do this because, you know, I love this woman. Down to the ground. Oh, I love her down to the ground, to the ground, to the ground. But Mariah, she—you know—she came out. We all know she had her book over the summer. She, or I guess it was September, so in the summer, whatever, August, whenever. Fuck, it came out, and I read that book from from cover to cover in one sitting, bitch. One fucking fifteen hours, fifteen hours. Because I was waiting feverishly. Like, listen, I wanted to know what was going on. I wanted to know the Tommy Matola tea. I wanted the 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 fucking Celine Zion tea. I wanted the Whitney tea. I wanted the Jennifer Lopez tea. I wanted the tea. And I get it. 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 I understand that she was like probably not wanting it to be like this scandalous, tell-all, you know, salacious book. But I was like, Mariah, you gave us nothing. Like, you didn't give me nothing. But it just wasn't giving no give, honey. Like, and I just, I feel like you can smell, you, like, some people will fake the funk. And, like, for me, I am such a, my bullshit radar is so sensitive where I could just sense it instantly. And I know people probably can't, but I read that whole book and I said, oh, girl. This is a mess. There is a there is a chapter or not a chapter. There's a story in the book in the memoir. So it's not necessarily a biography. It's just a memoir. So just like a um a memoir is just like a collection of stories or you you know memories and stuff of someone's life. So there is a there is a a story that Mariah tells in the book, and she's like, oh my god, this is so stupid. <laughs> so she's like, I guess in the Hamptons I believe she's in the Hamptons with Tommy Matola, and they're in this big ass like mansion ass house on the fucking beachfront property like just by the fucking beach bitch you know what I'm saying she could just barely she could just open up the door and stick her foot in her toe her big toe in the fucking sand bitch like that's how close the bitch probably was to the fucking water so and I say all this I love Mariah down okay but it's just it's it's just, this is just what the fuck it is. So she's given like this woe is me story, which most of these stories, most celebrities love a woe is me story. They love a like, I moved to New York and I only had $2 to my name and I couldn't do this and I was trying really, really hard. Like girl, shut the fuck up. Like girl, girl boo. I don't like those stories because a lot of it be so fucking inflated with like extra shit. So anyway, so boom. Mariah comes out and she's like, I guess Tommy Mottola was always hovering over her and very suffocating. And she needed like a time to herself or whatever. And she's already a big star. She's not like Daydream. I believe it's not It's not the Daydream album. It's like maybe her third. Maybe it's like Music Box era. So she's a household name in the United States. Like she's, she's a force to be reckoned with. Everybody knows who this bitch is. So she's like on the beach or whatever. And she's like running away and so she's like I just needed to get away And so she goes to like a a bar or whatever and she says like she goes to a bar and she says all I wanted was a daiquiri she said but I had no money to my name I didn't have a dollar to my name so I asked the bartender for a phone and so he gives me the phone and I desperately and fe- uh, she was like I call my manager and I'm asking my manager, please, can you please, I have no money. Can you please just give this bartender your credit card? And, you know, so I could just have a daiquiri and just sit at this bar and just enjoy my peace before I have to go to this hellhole and be back in the house with Tommy Matola. So that's the story. But let me tell you how, what really happened. Okay. This is why it's like, girl, uh, just bitch. First off, bitch, you're in a fucking mansion. A multi-million dollar mansion in the Hamptons, okay? So you didn't just open up your door and and fucking ran through the fucking woods and the fucking projects or, like, cross streets and shit like that. You're not giving Tina Turner at the Ramada, bitch, okay? You're not running across, you know, flying cars. F- fabulous scene, by the way. Anyways, so... Girl, you open up it's probably a fucking fifty million dollar fucking home in the Hamptons. Okay. Like let's let's just keep it a hundred. You you go, you're fucking Mariah Carey. You're a big star. You're filthy rich. You walk outside, walk on the beach, and you're not walking to some like hole in the wall like bar. It's probably one of those cunt you know, Hamptons bars that is just out in the open, easy breezy. All the um the socialites is there, is giving cunt. You know what I'm saying? And everybody, what you walked in and she was she was like, I was the only person. She's like, all I had on was she 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 says something to like, I couldn't even put on any clothes. I just had on a sarong and my bathing suit. Yeah, that's what all the girls in the Hamptons are giving. They're going to just put on some linens, a sarong, and just kick it. You know, like they're going to beat it, bitch. That you're not walking out like looking fuck a fucking mess, bitch. They all know you, the bitch who's fucking Tommy Matola. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's they all know who you are in the Hamptons. They're like, oh, that's the fucking that's Mariah Carey. They they're looking at you as like the fucking superstar the rich bitch like in the hamptons it's not the other way around so anyway so she gets there and it's like you were like oh i don't have no money darling darling hand me your phone Mm -hmm. get on the phone and be like hello lou i don't know who the manager's name is let's just say the manager's name is lou hello lou hi yeah i'm mm -hmm. give this this man um your credit card number Thank you. That's really what it was giving. It was giving like this fab moment. Like, bitch, I'm Rye Carey, girl. Like, girl, hand me. Darling, I don't have no money. Just here. L- give me the phone. Hand it over. Thank you. Let me call my manager. My manager's paying for everything. Put it on this tab. Thank you, darling. Like, that's really what it was giving. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why I don't like bullshit fucking stories of like people who don't want to keep it real. Like, you knew you was fab, bitch. You knew you came from no, you had no money. You know what I'm saying? Like, your mom is virtually white trash. And so you were like, oh bitch, I'm giving fab. I'm in the fucking Hamptons, honey. I'm over here fucking the exec at Sony Music, honey. I am, I am back-to-back number ones. I'm filthy rich. I'm Mariah Carey. I don't even hold a purse, honey. Things get paid like they offer my name, off of like my name is credit. That's what it was giving. So it's like, it's like. I just am at a point now to where, like, these celebrities and these stories of, like, these woe is me moments, I'm just like, girl, it's not giving that. You know what I'm saying? Like, just keep it funky, bitch. Like, I, bitch, I rather the story of you, if Mariah was like, bitch, I was feeling fab and I walked through and I was like, girl, I don't got no fucking credit card, bitch. A credit card? you, You expect me to hold money? Do you know who I am? I'm Mariah Carey. I don't even pay. I don't even know where my money is. Get out of here. Just, it should be for free, bitch. Do you know who I am? I would have appreciated that story than anything. That sounds more over Canova and more cunt than some, like, you trying to make, I was depressed and I was just sad and I just need to be away and here I am. I have no money to my name. What are you talking about? What are you, you know, just those, I I just would have appreciated people who just keep it 100% funky and be like, bitch, I was feeling my puss that day. So that's what it is, you know? And if anybody could feel their puss and give off, like, darling, I don't have money. Get out of here. This should be, free. it should be Mariah Carey. Talented songwriter, extraordinaire, fucking producer, mega producer, produced and written all her songs, like, talent of the motherfucking wazoo, gorgeous as well. Hello. That is a bona fide celebrity. Like, you should be able to walk in someplace and be like, darling, I don't even, Money? Just give me the food, bitch. Give me the fucking strawberry daiquiri. Also, side note, the fact that she ordered strawberry daiquiri in the Hamptons is really funny to me. (laughs) That is the funny part. Like, that is such a story. Be like, here I was, a new bitch in the Hamptons ordering a fucking strawberry daiquiri. I love shit like that. That is so Britney Spears to be like, here I am. That's, you know what? And I'm gonna end this topic after this. But that is probably why people love Britney so fucking much, because there was no, like, there was no, no weird stories like that. Britney was definitely, and always has been the type of girl who would be like, yeah, I'm incredibly rich, but yeah, I think I'm just gonna go to Target and eat some fucking Cheetos and go through the drive through with ta- um, Del Taco. You know? And then it, it was completely unaware of her celebrity. And when it was like, oh yeah, um, I would over here, you know, be peeling crawfish, and I was poor, and we didn't have this, and just making fun of her being, like, those were the stories that were believable, and I'm just a firm believer that the general public, people can sniff out things that are authentic and things that are not authentic, and I'll leave it at that. Moving right along. Now on to listener letters. Uh, all right. So if you want to send in a question, please send it in to ask at the dot Podcast.com and I might be able to pick it and put it on the show. Um, So if you want like my perspective or just like a question or whatever, feel free to send it in. This week is coming from Anonymous. She says, just wanted to say, I love your content. Just hearing you brightens up my day. My question to you is, what's the worst date you have been on? Or do you have any crazy ex-boyfriend stories? Um, Blah, 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 blah. Um, I want to remain anonymous so you can call me Miss Girl. Okay. All right. So Miss Girl let me see. Do I have any worst date experience? Um, I mean, I remember I went on this date. Like, this was, like, years ago. Like, it's probably, like, 15 years ago. It was this old white man who really wanted to, like, be my sugar daddy or whatever. And I was like, oh, girl. And so we went um to dinner. And then this is so horrible that I just did, like, I'm saying this. But then, like, I left midway. I was like, oh, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Boom. And I left. Because I was like, no, this guy is a, a creeper deeper. Um, That didn't really end. I mean, it ended fine. I, it's not like he did anything. But it just was like, oh, no. Let me get me out of here. What's another weird date? I've been on a few weird dates. Um, I would say I've, I've told this story before. The worst. This, I think, honestly, bitch, this might be the last date I was on. I'm trying to think. Hold on. Yeah. All right, boom. So the scene, New York, the location, no, wait, what am I talking about? The scene, inner city, (laughs) the location, New York, the time, spring 2018. So I was kind of sweating this guy hard body. I was like, oh my God, I'm so into you. Now, literally like after this, like after this, I knew I couldn't be, we could never date, but we still remain friends and whatnot. So he literally lived like a block away from where I was living. And so we finally went on like a date, 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 date. And so he was he was like, I wanna take you to this one place. So we go. It's like a day, it's like a daytime day. It's not like a nighttime day. It's like a daytime. And so we go and he's the food was like cute. It was good. I liked, you know, just everything like it was just we had already had good chemistry as as is. Like We've known each other for a few years, but, like, this was, like, the chemistry was great. So, I don't know what the fuck happened. I don't know where this came out of where. I don't, I'm literally, we just placed our drink orders. The appetizer finally came. I don't know really what the fuck happened. But he's like, what did he say? He said, you know who I hate? I said, oh, who? Hate? I mean, hate is also a very strong word, but who do you hate? He said, Mariah Carey. I said, so I'm thinking the whole time. I'm like, bitch, what is in this drink? It has to be LSD, psychedelics. Like, what the fuck? He said, I hate Mariah Carey. And the whole I'm like, hold on. I'm, am I, is this schizophrenia? I'm hearing noises. I'm hearing Something's happening. Where are these noises coming from? And he's like, he said it again. I hate Mariah Carey. I said, hold on. This, this might be my reality. What are you talking about? And then he goes on this long tangent, ripping Mariah Carey to fucking shreds. And I was like, yeah, she's a fucking cunt. And the way she says things about Jennifer Lopez and da 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 I don't feel so good. He said, what's going on? I said, I think I need, I need to go. Bitch, I got up and went straight home. I mean, I stopped at the bodega and got me a thing of Cherry Garcia ice cream, Ben Jerry's. But I was like, what are you talking about? That was just the weirdest thing for me because instantly my attraction to him dissipated. It just fucking vanished into fucking thin air. He said, yeah, I hate Mariah Carey. I swear to God, and I'm not trying to be funny. I really was like, am I, is this what schizophrenia is it's happening it's finally schizophrenia has finally it's it's chosen me and it it has come it is my time i was so fucking confused so that was my weird date experience um have i been on any other weird dates um i remember i was on a date once i mean this is years ago when i actually wanted to like fall in love and whatnot before it became a cold-hearted cunt, um, what I went on a date and then all of a sudden they brought their boyfriend and I was like, "Wait, uh, <laughs> what's happening? Where? What the fuck? Where am I? What just fucking happened?" I feel like people. It, it, I feel like the gays be doing some off-the-wall shit when it comes to like first dates. I don't know. They ain't got no motherfucking coolth, honey. They have no motherfucking coolth, and that's why we don't deserve gay rights because it's like, girl why would you bring your man to the date like that don't even and then i remember people would bring like friends to date i'm like this is this is weird i'm i'm out of here um what else what else do i have any other weird dates not really i don't i'm not a her. i i don't think i enjoy those things anymore like i don't want to really get to know and sit down and ask you 21 questions and like it's just not for me so i haven't that, literally Since spring 2018, that was the last date that I was on. And clearly, that went to fucking hell. So, there's that. So, here's another question. It says, Hi, Solomon. Big time fan here. Love the podcast. So, I was thinking about this for a while now. A couple weeks ago, you said you have ancestors that were kings and queens. Could you elaborate on that? I'm just so curious about how much royalty you have in your blood. Much love. Um. So, when I said that, it was just kind of like a general thing. um, Because... I I think I'm if I can remember this, um, exactly how it happened a few weeks ago, I think it was I posted Brianna Taylor and somebody commented said like she was a criminal and like, just some off the wall shit and I read that bitch to fucking smithereens. Um, I won't get into what I how I read that whole, but it was the ether that was needed. Um, another thing, it's like. I understand I be hitting below the bell. I understand I be making the girls jump off the fucking Brooklyn Bridge. I understand that. Is it a nice thing to do? No, it's not. But here's the thing. A lot of things, 99% of the time, it's unprovoked. Bitch, I be really minding my own motherfucking business. How do you see me post Breonna Taylor and then come in sideways and expect me to just be like, I'm not an educational girl. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a. I'm not the girl to take things to the, the high road, okay? Okay. I take the low road, okay? For real, I'm not the high road girl. Side note, side note, side note. I know I go on a, a bunch of tangents. Also, I know Michelle Obama, love her down to the ground. I know she's like, you know, when they go low, we go high. Sometimes I believe it's okay to go low with them. I believe it's okay to go low right there with them because it lets people know like, bitch, don't fuck with me. I'm not the one. You know what I'm saying? And I believe it lets people know your boundaries. I believe it lets people know you ain't the bitch to fuck with. So a lot of times I'm learning to just ignore a lot of things. But sometimes when things get low, bitch, I be right up in there. Low with... Bitch, I get lower. Honestly, when they go low, I go lower. Honestly, that's kind of what it is. So I rip that bitch to motherfucking smithereens. And... (laughs) Um, I really just, I really fucking wrecked her. It was, I didn't have to do all that. But I basically said, darling, my ancestors were mathematicians and and, and kings and queens and built, you know, and, and constructed, you know, highways and stuff over canals and built boats and were able to navigate the oceans and the waters. Like, girl... Let's not talk about that. So that's what I was talking about when when I said my ancestors were kings and queens because um it's just kind of a reminder because I will say, it's a, I think we, especially Mexicans and especially um black people, it's nice to know that that's what we come from. Those are our ancestors. You know what I'm saying? And we didn't throw our shit out of the window, and we didn't bring diseases, and we're disease ridden. Like, and it's a nice kind of reminder to say, like, that's where we come from. I was reading this book. Fuck, what is it called? What is it called? I think it's called A Day in the Life of the Aztec, or whatever. Um, I think that's what it's called. Anyways, long story short, it was just talking about like the Aztecs, and like, you know, how smart they were, and calendars and blah, 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 astronomy, blah, 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 blah. But the thing that really stuck out to me the most, and this is really no, it's really no shade, but they, they would hire people just to pick up trash or not trash. It wasn't trash, but like to sweep the, they're not called highways. What are they called? The costways or the. I forgot what they're called. Let's just call the streets, bitch. They would sweep the streets and and keep everything clean. And they would um, use mints and different leaves to freshen their breath and for oral hygiene and stuff like that. And they would bathe constantly over and over and over again. And it's kind of it, – it stuck with me because, you know, growing up – I mean, nobody told me this, not to my motherfucking face, but – You'd be like, oh, these little dirty Mexicans or, you know, you would hear like these derogatory things. And it was like, that's actually not true. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what a dirty Mexican – I don't – I've never met a Mexican who was dirty. I'll be honest. I will say this. If you go into any Mexican's house, I guarantee you it's going to be the cleanest house you've ever seen, bitch. And that's just... That's part of us. Like, we just be clean as shit. Like, we like things to be clean and fresh. And breath be fresh. Teeth be good, bitch. Now, don't get me wrong. There are probably some dirty-ass Mexicans who be having some dirty-ass homes, bitch. But they are few and far between, bitch. I think I've seen maybe one person who had a... It wasn't even dirty. It was just kind of junky. Aside from that, bitch, Mexican homes, be they be clean. Um... So it's just something that I I always say, I'm like, bitch, my answer is we were kings and queens. And it's important for us to remember that. Like, that is, you know, who we come from. And a part of um, colonization and even slavery and stuff is stripping that away and stripping someone's identity. You know, so if all you, if your history doesn't, if your history, if you're not taught that like, oh, These are who we were. We, you know, jewels and big ass chains and gold chains. That was that was the norm, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Big ass diamonds. That was the norm. So if, you know, we're taught that our history began when slavery began, began, like, I don't know. I just believe it's um, it's a it's just a way to gain control over someone and. If you strip portions of someone's identity, that is just a, a great way to control people. Um, So that's what I, ju- I meant is just, you know, my, when I say, like, all oh, my ancestors, like, we was kings and queens. That's kind of really all um I meant with that. But, um, I mean, bitch, listen. I mean, I'm sure if I'd send me a little cute little DNA test, I'm sure I was. Bitch, there ought to be somebody great in my motherfucking bloodline, bitch. I know it is. I know it is. I'm 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 sure somebody... There's somebody, bitch. I know it. So, um, to answer your questions, that is what I meant. <laughs> Our next question comes from Khadijah. She says, Hey, Solomon. Am I recording? Hold on. Okay, it is. <laughs> bitch, I hit pause. I was just making sure it's recording. Is this motherfucker recording? Okay, she says... <clears throat> Hey, Solomon, one never gets tired of hearing how much someone loves them. So let me start by saying I love you. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. So my question is, what's your opinion on long distance relationships? I've known a guy for 23 years who I met on the net. He lives in a different continent and we have a great rapport. We can talk for hours and everything and about anything and everything. We have never met and every time we have tried, something gets thrown in our direction and that prevents us from meeting. Now, sometimes I can be superstitious and wonder if the universe is telling us we are not meant to be and just stick to being friends. Do you believe in unseen and unheard forces that tell us when something is just not to be or should I just wait in hope? From your admirer, from wet and cold England, Khadijah. <clears throat> well, Khadijah, um, I do believe in in the universe or whatever your belief system is giving us little nudges, I really, like, I normally wouldn't be so strong in my opinion about this, but if it was something else, but this is something I really, 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 really fucking believe in because it's happened to me time and time and time and time and time again in my life. Um, I believe sometimes when something's not meant for you, it makes it harder um, to get to, like, for instance, for me, I always wanted to go to school and I just wanted to finish school and and get my college degree. And I don't know what else the fuck I would be doing besides paying off my student loans and working for $20 an hour. But, um, I just wanted to do that. And it wasn't, I wasn't able to like, something would always fucking happen. All it was just like, And it got so frustrating, I would always want to cry because it was like, I'm trying my hardest to do this. Why is it not working? And it was for years. And then eventually it was just, I I feel the universe pushed me out of it. And it was like, bitch, we're not going to keep telling you this ain't the path for you. Do what the fuck we told you to do. And boom, things made sense. And even as my life progressed, like, and it's a, a thing that me and my best friend talk about. He's always like, you know what the fuck you need to do. I don't know why you keep doing some other shit that you be like, oh, maybe. I'll... No, bitch. Your ancestors, the people who are watching over you, this is what they want you to do. And the minute you fucking start doing that, every door is going to start opening up for you. And I'd be like, no, you know, I think I'm going to do go here. I'm like, you know, I'm going to do this. And all of a sudden I hit a brick wall and a brick wall or like another detour and another fucking debt and a this and a that and a that. And then finally, once I started listening, I'd be like, all right, bitch, I hear you hoes. Boom. Everything made sense. So, and then that's also been with people. You know, I would try to make relationships or friendships work over and over. And it would always be like, and it would always be like, this doesn't make sense. Why is this happening? You know, I'm, I'm a pretty level-headed person, but it would be like, this is so strange. Why is this particular thing happening? And then now I look back and I'm like, damn, bitch, it's because that wasn't meant for me. And so sometimes you have to sit in silence. And in my opinion, sometimes you have to sit in silence and and listen to some of those things. Um, this I mean, I don't know, girl, if he might be the man of your dreams, honey. But if something I will say, if anything in life is really, really difficult. I wouldn't. I wouldn't keep trying, you know. I know a lot of people are like. I think I said this on the a, a few podcast episodes back. It was like, you know, you just gotta work and work and work. N- sometimes, bitch, if it's difficult and it ain't working, honey. Oh, oh, now I remember. Oh, girl who got the um, who kept um failing her bar exam. I think like fifteen times or some shit, and then finally, she, you know, after fifteen, or it was like a long time. She kept failing, and she was like, "I just, you know, I kept going." I said, "Well, bitch, you better than me because." <laughs> That would have took that as a sign that bitch being a lawyer maybe ain't for me. But I will say if it's something's really really difficult, I do believe in the universe or whoever your your belief system is. Your ancestors are looking over you and be like, girl, this ain't for me. And if you're like me, Khadijah, I'm hard headed, hard headed than a motherfucker. Like I will, I will be like, nah, bitch, all y'all hoes is wrong. I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want and then boop, gag. You know what I'm saying? Like. Bruh. Gag, bitch. I will literally go against the grain over and over and over and over again. And then all of a sudden, I got my fucking tail between my legs looking like a fucking idiot. So, I don't know. He might be the man of your dreams, girl. I'm also not a a fan of anything long distance. You know, I say all that because I believe if I ever were to marry... We would have to have a big-ass house to where you're on one side of the house that you sleep alone, and I'm on another side of the house, and I sleep alone. Or, like, you travel five days out of the week or, like, three weeks out of the month or some shit like that, like, and we don't see each other. I'm That, to me, would work. But, like, there's this one guy that I really like a lot, and we do click, um, and – it's not like super-duper long distance, but it's long distance enough where it's like, girl, it's not going to work. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, what do I do? You know what I'm like, and I'm – it's just – it's, it's just not going to work. And I also believe that – I think people don't understand this. I think, like, some people really forget that, like, you can get to know someone online and text message over and over and over again. DM, email. I don't know what the new the kids is doing these days, but I, you could do that over and over and over and over and over again, but shit's gonna be mad different when you meet them in person and sit face-to-face. That's just how it is. People are more comfortable sharing certain things on their phone or starting conversations. Like, okay, so like on their phone that they, they would in person. Okay, so side note. I was thinking like what would it what was it like years and years ago to like be able to hook up with someone. Like you know what I'm saying like what if you cuz I grew up at the advent of the internet. So we would I've had, you know, chat rooms and fucking grinder and apps and and text messages. So you're able to navigate shit like that. I don't think I would ever have the fucking balls if I was in like the fucking 70s or whatever at Studio 54 and be like Bitch, let me suck your dick. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, bitch, what are you into? Bitch, this is what I'm into. And like, I I don't think I could verbally say something like that. I couldn't even verbally say I was gay. Like that was something that was such a big monumental moment for me. So all I'm saying is you could say things over text messages and on the internet and get to know someone as much as you possibly can on the internet. And it's completely different when you meet in person. I also know that because of the internet and because there is that thin membrane of, like, you're not really with the person, you are able to also get to know someone more on an intimate level than you would, I think, in person. Because more people are more um, willing to say very um, intimate and – I'm not talking about, like, just some sex shit, bitch, but, like, just – Getting to know people on, like, a deeper level, you can over the internet. But I'm a firm believer is you got you to gotta see what he like in person. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it might be different. You know, he might keep his drawers on the floor or, like, he might be – You know, he may not wash his hands for too long or, like, th- there's certain things that I was like, oh, this person's cool. Meet the person in person. And I'm like, oh, hell no, bitch. This is heinous. And some people are socially awkward. I think people who are very, very... And it's no shade to the girls who live their lives online. But I feel like some of the girls who are really, really cool, which is always online, and they have a bunch of online friends, and all they know are people online. They are some weird, socially awkward people. And it's no shade to them, but they are some weirdos, bitch. They are some weirdos. Because you meet those people in person, and they can't hold a conversation. They are weird. They are socially awkward. And I... Listen, I my my little brother is socially awkward and that's fine, cool cool for him. I don't want no socially awkward person like to be like that is just some weird shit to me, bitch. I can't have that. So, you got to meet the motherfuckers in person. You got to see how they what they like, how what they like in the Uber, what they like at at dinner, what they like shopping, what they like when y'all go to a movie, what they like when y'all go see a comedy show or a musical. What what are they like in a big setting? What are they like in front of family? How they treat their mom? It's a whole gang of shit that you ain't ever going to be able to get to. I mean, understand just by text messaging the motherfucker back and forth. So to answer your question, do I believe in unseen and unheard forces? You know, yes, I really, really, really fucking do. And do, what's my opinion on long distance relationships? It's going to be a no for me. It might not be a no in a few weeks. Just kidding. <laughs> Um, it may be a not, it may be a yes later on in my life, you know, um, cause I am starting to come to terms with like, bitch, I'm not going to be able to date none of these fucking simps out here in fucking San Diego. First off, bitch, a a bitch can't, nobody can really take me, bitch. I'm so old and like, I just, it's just, it's not going to happen. My friend the other day, he was like, he, I was like, oh my God. Your friend, like, why don't you hook me up with your cousin or whatever? He's really pretty, and he's a Britney Spears fan. Like, duh. He said, "No, you two bitches are divas." I said, "Oh yeah, that's not gonna work. There's only one diva in the house, and it's me. It's really me. It's going to listen. It's going to be the Solomon right Solomon show from Solomon Raymond Barnett show from sun up to sundown. It really is. It's it's really going to be me and Serena were talking. She was like. We're like, oh, yeah, 50-50 relationships. No, it's going to be a 70-30. It will always be. A, it's never going to drop below 70. It won't. It won't. And at times, quite frankly, it would be at 85. Most of the time, it will be at 95, 92. But it's not going to drop below 70, you know? So, um, yeah, I don't know, girl. As far as long-distance relationships, <sighs> for right now, it's going to be a no but please keep us posted this sounds amazing if you've known the guy for 23 years that's a long time girl I wonder how old you are let me see how old am I'm I 34 23 take away 34 I don't know what's that three take away four so that's one so what 11 or 11 maybe 23 11 plus 23 what is that 34 I hope so so that would be like me knowing someone since I was 11 (gasps) oh my god I've known Britney Spears since I was 11 oh my god I've known Britney for 23 years I'm gonna cry Okay, so, yes, that concludes this week's um, listener letters. So, if you have a listener letter that you want to send in, again, please send it to ask at the Solomon Ray Podcast.com. Now, on to final thoughts. I was going to—I forgot final thoughts was supposed to be, like, on a positive note. Duh, bitch. I was really going to pop my shit and say some shit. Like, bitch, don't let your mouth— <laughs> write a check that your ass can't cash. And I was like, you know bitch? This is not... That's not really what it's supposed to be given. Why you got to give all that? So to quote Nina Simone, you have to learn to get up from the table when love is no longer being served. And easier said than done. But I think a lot of times we think of that only in the sense of like, romantic relationships, you know, like, oh, if, you know, if he ain't loving me, bitch, you got to walk away. But it's it's also in a lot of relationships, um, even family. And I think that is the hardest thing to realize is we're so used to like, oh, bitch, my man ain't of this, bitch, I'm gone, you know? But it's like we kind of forget that, like, our parents also are, you know, family members or people like – you have to they're the same um and just anyone anyone in your life i feel like that's not treating us right or listening to us or respecting us um it's you know i think it's time to to leave the ter- the table you know it's if if love is not being served bitch you got to leave the table and there's not really much i could really say about that i just really love That quote, um, there's a lot of times in me myself, I have, now I'm quick to cut someone off. Quick. And, but I've noticed the older I get, it's harder. And I think a lot of it has to do with being adopted. And maybe I'll talk about this on, that's another great topic I can talk about for another episode. But I think when you, no, I it's not i think i know when you are adopted i think you you really 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 over over enjoy and just fully you just really submerge yourself in relationships even when they're not good because there is always like a sense of they could leave you or like you were left or you were you know, the, the, your parents didn't want you. So you should just be glad somebody wants you. So that's like a on, I mean, it ain't like that, like fully, fully, but it's a small, like, it's like an always underlying, you know, it's like an undertone, like it's always going to be there. And so I'm, it's the older I get, I think I was easier to do that at a younger age, but it's, I'm realizing now it's harder for me to do, um, because I think I also think of like time spent and, and investing time into to people or things. It's hard to kind of shake. Um, But I have to remind myself, like, if love is not, I would say if love is not being served, it's time to get up from the table. And that's something I even have to work on. So maybe sit on that a little bit this weekend think about that if it applies to you cool if it doesn't apply to you cool but um i i have noticed myself over the years having to kind of reiterate and tell myself bitch if love is not being served it is time to get your ass up out of that table and dip the fuck out bitch check please so that's all i have for y'all I'm glad this episode came out on a Thursday. Yes, I don't know if it's gonna come out next Thursday. just kidding. Um, I'm gonna try my hardest. <laughs> um Aside from that, I hope you guys have a great weekend. Love yourselves, take time for yourselves again, like I told y'all, a few episodes back. get a piece of paper and every day write three things that you are good at, and you know when sh- get a get a fucking notebook bitch. A fucking mead notebook, the black and white ones, ghostwriter, and write down every day three things that you are good at. And I guarantee you, it's it's got that book is going to fill up, baby. It especially if you look back on that in, in a year from now, that book is gonna be it's gonna be led. And so whenever you feel like bitch, I'm a I'm a trash ass, dumb ass, dumb dirty ass bitch. You should be like, you know what, bitch? No, I'm not. And you pull out like, that little mead folder and you look at all the lit things that you're good at and it's going to make you feel better. So, um, yes, have a great weekend and I will see you guys next week. <laughs>